Hi, I'm Joe from JH Leather and welcome to this episode of the JH Leather podcast. In this episode, I update you on my leather situation from last month. I actually plan ahead for once and I finally finish the prototype for the next make along. Okay, so jump in straight in with an update on the leather that I ordered um, quite a while ago now. So... In last episode, you would have heard that I've ordered some leather from what I thought was a UK-based company, but actually the leather was ending up going to be sent from China. Well, I still haven't received it, and it is now the 1st of May, as of when I'm recording this. I have just tracked it to see if there's any update, and there isn't. I know there is a lot of sort of COVID lockdowns within China, so I'm assuming that has been the main impact here on that so I haven't received it. However, in the meantime, I did launch a case with PayPal and sort of went through it and PayPal fortunately have sided with me. So I have got a refund on that, which I then used to buy some more leather for the actual project that I could use uh, from a company here in the UK called a Crack. So the leather situation has resolved. I didn't need to worry about it anymore. I got the leather, not the colours that I originally wanted. I couldn't get a bright pink, which is what I was sort of buying the Alran hides for. However, it's fine. <laughs> we have leather and that means that I was finally able to complete the prototype of the grab bag that is going to be the sort of focus of the next make along. So I have it in front of me. I'm so happy with how this one's turned out. There's a few refinements that I need to create on the patterns itself before I go ahead and actually film the make along, which is what I'm hopefully going to be doing next week. Um, but yeah, no, I'm really pleased with it. It all went really well, actually. So creating the patterns for this bag was a bit of a first for me as I actually pretty much did them all completely digitally. So I have the Leatherwork School book that I brought from Linton Leathercraft. It's incredible expensive but it is a very good book and I've been reading through that and in there it goes into a bit of detail on how to create your patterns digitally and how to work out the gusset sizes and stuff like that so I went through the book and sort of took the knowledge from there and put that into Illustrator uh, which is what I use to create my digital patterns and created sort of the bag from there. So I had in my head what sort of design I wanted it to be anyway and the sizes and stuff like that and then just was able to create or have that as the base and then sort of build on that within actually creating the patterns and then sort of building that when I was actually sort of hands-on doing it. So what happened was, so the first one I did, I uh, did prototype, did, well, two prototypes. So the first one I actually printed off the patterns and they weren't right in the end. Uh, but that's fine because basically what I did was I actually used, I've got some random bits of vinyl in the workshop. So I actually used that to create the initial one. And I didn't even put any piping in it. It was just to see sort of what the size of it was going to be and the shape and that. And I didn't that didn't work but however I did get an idea of what the size of it was going to be and then from there I was then able to refine it and I work out what the sizes actually needed to be for the proper prototype which I then made last week so yeah and it's turned out oh I love it it's so nice I'm really happy with how it's turned out there are a few refinements that I want to make to it for example I think I'm going to make the zippered area the zip a bit longer by about an inch or so I think doesn't need to be too much longer but I just wanted to come down the sides a bit further so that there's more of an opening in it and yeah I need to um I think on the, the one that we're going to make together in the make-along I'm going to make the handle longer as well 
But yeah, no, really happy with how that turned out. It wasn't as scary as I thought putting zips in because it's the first time for me really using zips in a bag. And I haven't gone done anything too extreme with this like i've not got a window or anything like that cut we've not done any folded edges it's just cut edges with some edge paint and it actually looks really good and i'm really happy with it so yeah so hopefully you guys will like it as well i'm really looking forward to bringing this design to you all because it's going to be our first sort of like i said zipped bag and it's a soft bag as well it's not it is made from veg tanned leather but it's from goat skin so it's still it feels the thing with goat skin or this goat skin in particular that i have for mayonnaise crack it's very soft it feels a bit like a chrome tanned and it acts a bit like a chrome tanned hide but obviously it's goat so it's a lot smaller so you don't need to buy half a cow you can buy just a small goat instead so yeah and yeah just like i said really happy with how this has turned out so yeah looking forward to bringing that to you guys and that is going to be the make along for may so yeah really excited okay so moving on from the grab bag what else have i been up to this month well april saw the start of my one-to-one leather workshops and i had two this month which were really good they're both two-day courses differing abilities so the first two-day course with a lady she had learned taught herself during lockdown through tutorials online and wanting to come and do some in-person training just to get a bit of motivation really and sort of up her skills so we did a lot of focusing on tool sharpening because she was finding that a bit hard to get to grips with just through watching online videos so we made sure she's went home with some nice sharp tools and she knows how to keep them sharp which is the main thing so we made a few different projects uh, the first one being she wanted to make a dog collar because her friend had asked her to make a dog collar for her I think it was a Labrador so we did that which was a really nice project and it's nice well the dog collar it's a plain collar that we made it's a nice one to make because there's all the skills that you need are involved in terms of cutting points, edging, skiving, stitching and all that sort of thing. So she did really well on that at first dog collar and it's not the easiest to do in terms of I use 3.5 to 4 mil bridle butt. So for someone who's used to stitching in sort of the thinner shoulders to stitch through a bridle butt is a bit of a step up to start with. But she got on really well with it and we're really pleased with the progress that she made making that. We went on and made some a notebook cover for her niece, which was really good and got, got on really well with that as well. And then at the end of it all, we also did a little card wrap as well. So lots of skills involved in all of those little projects and she went away really happy, which is the main thing. And hopefully she has now got a lot of motivation to carry on and do some of the projects herself at home, which is really good. And then the second sort of one-to-one workshop that we had was with a gentleman. Oh, it was lovely having him in the workshop. So he was an older gentleman. He was 72 and he when he was younger he did leather craft as an apprentice when he was I think he said 15 he did it for about five years before moving on to sort of other areas and away from doing the leather work so it was really lovely chatting to him about the sort of the stories that he had and he brought in his little notebook from when he was doing his apprenticeship with all his little like sizes and diagrams in so it was lovely to see that and he also brought in some photos as well of him working and so that was lovely I love hearing all stories from other the leather crafters so that was lovely and he was in for two days as well and we did a bit of tool sharpening because he dug out all his old tools from when he was an apprentice so he could do some work from home so we got them all nice and sharp and we did a couple 
of watch straps, which was really nice. So he made one for himself on the first day. And then we did another one for his wife on the day after, which was really good. And it was was a nice little bit different for me because I haven't really or have not really done too much in the way of watch straps myself. So getting ready for that, I was making some in the workshop, doing some samples just to make sure that my skills were up to scratch to make sure that I could pass on the knowledge to someone else. And yeah, so really happy with both of those workshops, actually. And now I haven't got any booked in currently for the month of May, which is quite handy, actually, because what I've managed to do is do a lot of planning, which is what I'm really bad at usually. So I've planned out, I've got video ideas. I haven't made them yet, obviously, but I've got video ideas planned out that should last me till September, I think. And that is hopefully posting four videos a month, doing one video a week, so four a month, with one of those videos being the podcast and then sort of one make-along video, one other video and a sort of tool time video as well. So that's what I'm trying to, to keep up at and so yesterday I spent quite a while just planning out and thinking of different things that I could do and sort of covering those videos especially sort of the other videos sort of other skills and stuff that we can go over or other areas of leather craft as well so if there is anything specific that you would like to see in a video please do let me know because I am interested to hear what you guys want obviously I'm making these videos for you so if there are skills or you know just questions or anything like that that you are sort of struggling with or would like explain please do let me know either in the comments on any of the videos that I post out or on this video or you can email me on info at jhleather.co.uk or you can also post sort of ideas within the discord channel if you're a member of that and if you're not a member of that but would like to be there is a link in the description so you can join so I've got loads planned out and one of them that I'm quite interested in doing is so this latest project this grab bag is like i said it's made from goat hide it is veg tanned however i am using an edge paint on that rather than a stain so edge paint is something that i've struggled with quite a long time to get to grips to the most of it is me being impatient waiting for it to dry however i need to get over that so i think one video which might be quite nice to do would be sort of getting over edge paint fear because i mean i've been in leather craft for 13 years and it's really only the last couple or so years that i've actually started really using the edge paint and it does have its place that's for sure and i think it can be quite daunting for some people not having used an edge paint before moving on to an edge paint because you do have to treat it differently in certain areas from a stain so I think an edge paint video might be quite nice and then maybe even one with edge paint and stain and where it's best to use them and best practices for both of them to get the best out of them and get the best edges possible on your own leather craft so that's one of the ideas I have I've got some more glow forge ideas as well that I'd like to share with you all also with tool times going over alls I don't think we've done alls yet so I was going to do some stitching all so I'll buy in a few alls from different places as well so I can get a good idea as to where I think you guys should be purchasing them from or where it's good to get some nice quality tools from as well and then yeah with the make-alongs obviously the grab bag is going to be the next one and then got some other ideas I think it may be a cartridge belt that might be quite a nice one to cover it's a bit different we've not done anything really like that on the channel before and then some 
sort of more card holders and then I'm thinking something I've had in my head for a while is going to be it's like a clutch wallet I guess would be the way of it um basically I want it so it's sort of like a closed and sort of with a flat type wallet uh, but it has like an area where you can put your phone as well as sort of cards and notes and stuff like that so I haven't quite decided what to call that I, I, on my notes it's clutch bag wallet slash phone holder so <laughs> I think I might need to refine the name a bit but that's going to be a quite a nice one that one might be sort of pushed out probably to August because Tim and I are going away for a few weeks in June and July to the boat which we are looking forward to going back up to Scotland so I won't be able to create anything super big then so I might have to push that one back till after we're back so I can focus on it and get it really good before releasing it all to you guys. Now moving on to some Glowforge chat and this month has been quite exciting for me in that the acrylics are still performing really strong, which is really good. And I've added one extra template to it so far. I haven't managed to have the time in between sort of projects and filming and doing the one-to-ones to add too many more. So there is just one extra vertical three-pocket card holder there at the moment. But I am hopefully this month, as I don't have any workshops booked in, going to be able to add the bifold wallet pattern and hopefully another couple from the back catalogue of PDF patterns that I have which I can hopefully transfer pretty easily. I'm not too sure. I have to think about it a bit in terms of trying to make the most out of the material and hopefully not causing too much waste. Another template that I was thinking about doing, basically I've been asked by two separate people now for a template for hound collars so the shaped collars and I'm thinking of actually offering them out as like a general template to buy rather than a custom one so if that is something that you're interested in I mean I don't if I'm creating a shaped hound collar, I don't use a template. I have a system that works for me and I basically I'll draw the collar out. And I do have a video on this actually on the YouTube channel if you're interested in seeing it. Um, but basically, I sort of mark out the collar as I would normally in terms of marking all the holes on and the overall length and the turn area. And then in the center, I'll have a three inch straight section and then I shape it down from there and because each size collar is slightly different the tape is going to be a bit of a different length for each size but my thoughts are if I can go on and get some like general sizes for like a small medium large extra large collar and make a template up for each sort of size and I have it as a rough size and then the template can be moved if it's a longer collar or a shorter collar that's not a problem so that's what I'm thinking so if you could please let me know if that is something that you are interested in and I will pursue it a bit more if if you know if, if it is something that people do want to see and purchase so if you could leave a comment below or like I said earlier if you email me or just message me with your thoughts on that that would be great and then if we do get enough response they will definitely go into production and there will be like some shaped hound collars uh, templates that you can all purchase should you wish and yes, yeah, so and that's it for the acrylic template news. But like I said, if there is anything that you would like to see, please let me know and I will see what I can do and I'll try my best to get them made up and in the store for you all. And so I also managed to get my first order for a non-leather craft specific item made in the Glowforge, which is quite exciting. So I'm making some key rings for a company called Project Evolve, and it's been really nice working with them and getting these key rings sorted. So there's a little bit of fiddling around to do on Illustrator, as there always is with sort of making little things like key rings, just to make sure that the whole attack 
is in the right place because else, you know, if it's too thin, it can break, which we do not want to happen. So it's been really good doing that. And I just finished today putting all the split rings on and they are now ready for the event tomorrow. And they've turned out really well. And if you are following me on Instagram, you would have seen I would have I've put out a Instagram reel on creating those. And I had, I had a bit too much fun, I think, creating the video. But I'm really pleased with how both the video for that turned out and the key rings have turned out as well. And so that's sort of part of my plan with it because basically with the Glowforge, obviously it's quite an expensive tool to have. So if I can get it to work whilst I can do something else, then that's sort of where I want to be with it. So that was good to actually get that going this week. So when I was creating the or finishing off my um, grab bag, I was actually able to print the 40 keyring orders that Project Evolve wanted. And so I didn't have to, I didn't waste any time just waiting around or anything like that. I could get on with other projects whilst that was printing and so hopefully moving forward I can do a few more of them I've approached basically where my workshop is I don't own the workshop I rent it and it's within a building it is the work it's basically it's like an old workhouse I think I said in the original one and so I've made some key rings for the workhouse again I approached them and just said you know can you send me your logo and I'll create a couple of key rings and you can see if you like them and if you do you can order them which they have done so I've got another 10 to make for them next week which is quite good and then hopefully I can then start going off and try and get some more confidence and go to other businesses as well because there are quite a few sort of local businesses that I think might want these so hopefully that will work out fingers crossed and uh, so yes it's just gonna be about creating sort of samples and then going and being like look this is what I make do you want to buy some sort of thing so we'll see how that works out I'll let you know in the next one if I've plucked up enough courage to go to other businesses and actually do that or not so another thing that I've actually been thinking of doing and if again if you can let me know if this is something that you'll be interested in would be trying to do maybe like a monthly live stream basically if I've got any orders on it would be making an order and doing sort of a live Q&A as we go and it would vary depending on what's been ordered obviously as to what we make or it might be that if I'm just making a prototype for the next make along then you know we could live stream that so that is something that I've been thinking about for a while actually as a way to interact with you guys more and get more content out to you and I think because it's quite nice I mean I got a good response from the first or the, <laughs> I say the first the only live stream that I've done and yeah and that went down really well so I would be I am keen to do some more I would probably need to do a, a few practices maybe to uh, to make sure that I've got all the keys right because I can't have Tim do all the buttons for me all the time so hopefully if that again is that is something that you would like to see then that is something that we can arrange and they would try, I'd try and do them at different times, obviously for different time zones, but being based in the UK, they're probably going to be more UK time orientated. And then obviously if it's going to be live streamed to YouTube, you can sort of watch later as and when is suitable for you. So we have a couple almost social media milestones this month so the first one on instagram i'm nearly at 4,000 followers which is pretty cool considering i don't really post on there too much i do try and post when i release a video on youtube and in between that i need to just try and do more i'm really bad with instagram but hopefully now that i know i'm almost at 4,000, i can put a bit more effort into it i've been making some reels so basically it's the youtube shorts that you've seen on my channel on here and i also release them on tiktok as well so the basically it's the same video i just post it in three different locations to try and get the most reach and the, the, the two that i've done on instagram so far i've actually done quite well so hopefully going forward i will remember to post them the problem with instagram is i can't schedule 
schedule in posts like I do with YouTube so I can just go onto YouTube, upload all the videos that I've created, which is what I've done earlier today. I, I uploaded four shorts that I've created and I've got them all scheduled in. So now I only don't, don't need to worry about it. But with Instagram and stuff like that, and you, I have to do it there and then. I can't, at least not without getting an app or a, a like a third party sort of program that can do it which you have to pay for oh i haven't unless you guys know of some way that you can schedule them in and it's free there is um there is one company that i've seen but yeah you have to pay if you want to do reels or stuff like that and schedule things in and it's a bit of a faff really so yeah i am gonna try and focus a bit more on instagram because like, i do like instagram i think after youtube that'll be my like the next social media sort of platform that I use I really don't use Facebook at all and I don't post on there I don't I don't remember the last time I posted on the JX Leather Facebook because I don't like Facebook so I don't use it but yeah so Instagram is something that I am going to try and keep pushing and then the TikTok again I can't schedule them in with that but what my plan is if I can do the TikTok and the reel on the same day then hopefully that might make things a bit easier for me because I then only have to focus on it once is what I'm thinking <laughs> so we'll see how that goes and then with the, the YouTube we're almost at 85,000 subscribers which is really cool and sort of super happy that the numbers keep going up especially because I haven't really put out a make-along video for a while and the make-along videos I think are what people come to the channel for because they always perform the, the best of the videos so yes there is there is there is one coming don't worry and it's going to be a really good one with this grab bag so uh, yes hopefully the growth of the channel can continue and I can continue to create good hopefully videos for you guys to watch so thank you very much for listening to this episode of the podcast if you like the podcast please like and share and subscribe and yeah tell all your friends about it so they can listen too but yeah thank you very much for watching and i shall see you in the next video no it's a podcast and i shall hear you no so thank you very much for listening and i'll catch you guys in the next one i think that's the better one we'll go for that one bye